Hey, you guys, Scott Johnson here. You're about to listen to The Instance. The Instance, you know, that podcast that's been around since January of 2006. Early days, there was no way to really support the show, but now there is. That's right, the brand new Loot Stash from The Instance. You can go to theinstance.net and check it out, and there are many cool things you can get for being a subscriber to the show. You can just start as low as a dollar. That's insane. But great stuff throughout, so go check it out and be a part of the next phase of The Instance. That's over at theinstance.net. Do it today. (laughs) The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is The Instance. everybody welcome back to the instance this is episode 555 555 isn't that the fake prefix they use in movies if you're gonna call like a a fake dude you do 555 and then random four numbers yeah i think it's it's like any number no actual number in the u.s has 555 at at any point right if like and they do and that's how yeah, yeah and they do that so they don't get in trouble uh, having a number that people can call after they see the movie and piss somebody off. So that's perfect. So this is essentially the fake Hollywood version of the instance. <laughs> is what they're saying. Hey, that's what we do every week. Are you kidding me? Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. It is our pleasure to be here, and uh, for this beautiful April twelfth. It's not beautiful. There's snow outside. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Uh, Twenty nineteen. I would like to welcome to the program, Mr. Garrett Weinzerl from America's Winger, Wiener or Winger, sure, whatever. Hi, hi, Garrett. Hi, Scott. I'm, I'm not sure who America's winger would be. You don't really have a wing-like protrusion from the from the landmass. That's true, but you do have a wiener, and there you are. You do have a wang-like protrusion from the landmass, and it's called Florida. That's right, and uh, it's more, warmer there than here. I'm sure of that. That I'm sure of. It is. It is nice, and uh, it's nice and humid. Fantastic. You have a cold, so enjoy that. Um, I'll give you a week, and then you'll be good. Yeah. Everything will yeah, be fine. Yeah, I uh, did quite a bit of traveling uh, lately, and it appears to have caught up with me. Nice. Also, Patrick Beja from a uh, Finnish, get this, everybody, a Finnish Tex-Mex yes. restaurant. That is awesome. Yeah, and, and you know that uh, nothing stops me from being on the instance, except when it does. But in this case, uh, it doesn't. I'm not at home. I'm in a restaurant. There are lots of people looking at me weird. Uh huh. Um, and I'm still doing the show. That's how much I I love uh, all of you. Uh, well, good. Well, uh, uh, tip your bus boy. Yes, please. Also, you look. Oh, you don't. Oh, they don't, don't tip over don't there. Tip yeah, here. they don't tip. That's true. Yeah. There's no tipping I, in I uh, mean, Europe. Like service is actually included in the bill, so you don't have a choice. You actually, we all tip, and uh, it's not. It's mandatory. It's just in like there as old, a percentage, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And if you if you really like the service though, um, let's say it was just exemplary beyond words, like oh my gosh, okay, can you so can you do actually, that? Can you slip them five space money points or whatever you do in Finland? What do you do? It's it's a bit weird in Finland if you do it, but in France you do tip. It's just you tip less than you would in the U.S. Like um, I'm pretty sure that when Americans come to France and they tip in the way they do in the U.S. Uh, servers are, I was going to say are ecstatic, but 
French servers are usually annoyed. So I guess they're <laughs> marginally less annoyed. Okay, so th- they'll take your money is what you're saying. It's just uh, yes. culturally no, this weird. isn't Japan. Yeah. In Japan, they'll run after you and go like, oh, you forgot coins on the, or like bills on the on the table. So wow, really? Take wow. them back. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I thought their anime was weird. Just kidding. Well, anyway, hey. Then I would like to leave a tip for Jeremy Fiesel because... I really enjoyed the stream that the WoW team did recently. Yeah, I did too. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, I like the format. Um, we're going to talk about that in, at length here in a minute because a lot of stuff came out of that uh, discussion um, that he kind of had with himself. Well, him and fifty thousand watchers. Um, yes, him himself and his. <laughs> he did great though. I, I was I was really impressed with it, and um, there's a lot to be impressed by actually, and a lot to look forward to. I think in this upcoming content release which this more so than than any of the others so far that have taken place in the new kind of setup they have really felt like a blizzcon panel mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure i think also keeping it um i mean it was it still felt loose and casual from from his presentation style so that that was great but also you didn't have you know have to worry about three different voices all having to have a say to say a thing you didn't have to have a bunch of q a or somebody try to parse a, a chat room to get questions like just give us the raw data. Uh, give us a bunch of visuals to match. We'll get to parse it. And then, you know, later on, they can do other streams where Ian ask, ad, answers questions or whatever, which they'll surely do. Yeah, it, it was a lot of information. And we knew some things about they too, but we didn't know that, you know, they, they still kept a few things uh, under, you know, secret. Mm-hmm. And I think this format was definitely a lot better than maybe ian and lore yeah. uh, getting into it which is great for you know when people have questions but in this case uh it was just information though yeah and yeah i'm not sure it would have worked that yeah. as well yeah what one might say they they kept uh some surprise information under the sea yeah that's true and uh... <laughs> so i i laughed uh, you didn't hear it because i was muted i'm muting myself because of the yeah. the the rowdy music in this joint yeah uh it, it, it was it was pretty funny. It's mostly uh, like I, I can hear. I would have sang it if if I my throat was better. Patrick, real quick, the chatter behind you. It's it's all finished. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Sorry, I have to unmute myself every time. It's very inconvenient. Yeah. Um, it's it's actually Swedish. I'm in a Swedish part oh. of the country. Oh, all right, that's cool. Well, then uh, mm-hmm. then Borka Borka, let's let's uh, get going. Hey, uh, quick, a couple quick things before we get started. Is that it's not racist when they're also white, right? I can make fun of Swedes. It's fine, right? <laughs> Because you're white, you can make fun of other, other cultures. I'm not sure that's the sure that checks I mean, out, Scott. I, I don't know it would qualify as, as racist. I don't know, but definitely insensitive, which, you know, it's not the first time you've been insensitive. No, no. And I'm not sure how much uh, flack you would get for it. So, uh, probably plenty is my thinking. Uh, you know, if it's a Muffet's reference, I feel Jim Henson, you know, cuts the, the, the blowback a bit, but you know, yeah, still a little insensitive. Yeah, that's true. I'll blame it on, I'll blame it on my exposure to the Muppet show. That's the way to do it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Listen, I'm a, a proxy Swedish speaking Finn and I'm okay with it. So right. you're absolved. Thank you very much. I used that. I dropped the M word on, uh, the, the morning stream yesterday. The, uh, when, when trying to describe a little person, I dropped the M word, the one that we don't use anymore. And uh, 
Got a little flack for that. So there you go. I guess I'll go it's ahead. Not, and, it's not great. It's not great. It's not I mean, great, isn't it? But it's this yeah. thing that I had pounded into me when I was a kid, and it never quite left. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it just spills out like beans. It's terrible. I don't know what the bean reference is. Anyway, hey, I got a quick couple things here. After the show today, if you're watching us live, stick around because I'm giving away some stuff. Um, it'll be post-show, but uh, these are like old-school CCG cards, collectible physical cards that someone has donated. David, in particular, has donated to the show to give away uh, things like Footsteps of Illidan, The Paint Bomb, Gone Fishing, Papa Hummel's Pet Biscuits, those kinds of cards. Uh, like physical cards with the scratched-off numbers. I have those numbers to give people, and we're going to give those away at the end of the show. So stick around for that. Uh, for you home I can't, I can't claim some of them for myself. You can have one of the Papa Hummel's Pet Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> you can have one of those because I have two, but uh, the rest of them I have to give away. All right. And then secondly, just a quick note, uh, as you all probably heard, there was a Chris Metzen interview put up a little bit earlier, I guess, mid last, early last week, I guess, early this week. Um, oh, damn, I, d- I didn't hear it. Oh, is you got to go is check it, it out. Yeah, you should listen. It's good. Um, some I mean, people, some, I'd be surprised if you said it sucked. But yeah. I was about to say, I love the, I love the idea of, of Patrick asking that question, expecting any other answer other than, <laughs> yes, everyone should go listen to it right now. Yeah, no, it's bad. Nobody should, should avoid it at all costs. Um, but no, this is a bit of a follow-up to the other two previous ones I did in the last year or two. And um, this one went longer, so we've put it in parts. Um, part one launched this week. Uh, it left <laughs> left it on a bit of a cliffhanger, which everyone's giving me grief for, but whatever. The second part goes out, went out yesterday to supporters of our instance loot stash. So if you're a supporter of that new system, you got it early at the levels that get early stuff like that, early shows. You can see it if you go to the instance.net. Um, so uh, they get it early. Everyone else will get it mid next week, so like Wednesday. Uh, that'll be on the regular feed, just like it was last time. That'll be part two. Uh, still have a part three and four coming. Uh, it was all incredibly fascinating. This part that's coming out, um, that went out yesterday to subscribers and will go out to everyone on Wednesday, has some really cool stuff about Thrall, Cataclysm, um, Thrall getting married and having a kid and why he pushed for that. I don't want to give too much away, but there's a lot of stuff in there you didn't know. Uh, about that part of the game but also it's another intimate look at uh chris's process his life what it was like at blizzard at the time where his head was at that sort of stuff so if you haven't been checking it out do check out part one it was uh, a really great introduction to what i think is a great series um i had to put it all together but it's like four hours so if i had to put out a four-hour podcast you all would have hung me so i'm i'm doing it in parts so that's what's going on there uh so do check that out again uh, all of it's on this podcast feed. You can find details and how to subscribe and get all that stuff over at theinstance.net. Uh, also, I made something cool for it, so you should go subscribe right now. Oh, oh, that's right. And also, Garrett made something really cool for it. I should just tell him what it is. Okay, you know the card? There's a membership card for the high-level subscription. We've already described it and talked about it. Um, you get one every month. It has artwork from me every month, WoW-related, hand-drawn, you know, artwork on the front of that thing, and a kind of an indicator of what month you're getting it. So they're kind of collectible. And on the back of the card, Garrett made this amazing, intricately detailed Hearthstone style card back, but with our logo and stuff on the rear of this thing. These are really high quality and we ship them out every month and they're amazing. So go gets it. Uh, that's at the instance.net. All right, let's dive into this. 
So much, so much happened in that thing, but I think I've parsed it out into its important bits enough that we can make a show out of it without being here for nine hours. So let's get into it. There's a lot of Rise of Ashara stuff to talk about. Uh, the live stream happened. Like we said, we think it was a really good presentation. Uh, worked out real well. It was short. They kept it to about a half an hour. And uh, here are the bits that I want to hit. Um, everything from story to the major stuff that happened with Heart of Azeroth changes, which are seem big to me. Um, we'll see in actual use how they're doing. Um, Garrett's desire last week to get flying sooner than later. Uh, we now know when we're going to get flying and how you <laughs> unlock it and where you'll be able to fly, that sort of stuff. Uh, but also mounts in general got a really weird new idea, which we'll get to in a second. So there's your little preview. Let's start off with story. Um, here's what we know on the Horde side. Sylvanas has learned something and has sent a few Horde champions out to see it or out to see to see it. Oh, out to sea, whenever that takes us. Mmm, might be a new landmass out there. Mmm. Anyway, uh, so that's the thing. Uh, the Alliance gives chase with Jaina at the helm. So Jaina's like, what? I was just done fighting people in a raid. Now I'm in my boat chasing after what's going on over there that Sylvanas is doing. So that's that's a, a thing. So we're now getting to, we're coming to a head. Before, before we go on, Garrett, that seems exciting because you were all like, hey, where's my story? And now you got your two ladies going, right? So maybe we're leading up to some, some good stuff that there. That was, a, that was a, such a, a deeply nuanced explanation of uh, Ajara <laughs> and, uh, or just, I guess, Sylvanas and Jaina fighting. I mean, really, this is the, the culmination of all three Warbringers finally interacting with one another, right? Because Ajara is going to finally get involved in this expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, uh, I, I already have a question because in Fiesel's explanation of what happens, uh, you know, they're these two these two main characters of this expansion are chasing each other and Jara parts of the seas and the ships fall and break upon the coral and rocks below and uh, and Najatar is revealed and that's how we start questing through there. Um, Jaina can freaking fly her boat. Mm -hmm. Does her boat fall or does she just watch all their other buddies fall to their death in the coral below? (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is a great question. I don't know. I would yeah, this, is yeah. my first, uh, this is my first, excuse me, nerd question. <laughs> yeah, I think these kinds of questions are the kind that you just relegate to the side. It's like, well, there's always a way to explain it. Like she had to conjure some kind of weird, rare, rare magic to get her boat to fly in that way in the I mean, cinematic. Listen, Patrick, but then she couldn't. I, okay, I've already sorry. had the sideline, the fact that she's a mage and can just port places, so I don't really understand why she needs to bother with the flying ship in the first place. Well, I mean, or why she was honest, late to the fight outside of Lordaeron because she's a mage and she can port places. To mm-hmm. be honest, but, if if all mages could port all everywhere all the time, a lot of the Blizzard, you know, <laughs> lore doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> yeah, like, that I'm, is, I'm aware of that, but, but now I'm, this is, I'm drawing the line here, sir. I I, I let it go during the Lord of Rounds stuff because because sometimes you can tell me because it's cool, Garrett, and I will agree with you yeah. and I will shut up. Right. Uh, but but now I'm like, but but the but the boat flies. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> you make a good point. I have a bit. So it's so funny how your brain works because mine worked in a similar way, but in a totally different context when that water leaves and now that is a now exposed previously underwater zone. Uh. Am I just going to see piles of dead sea life that can't live in the open air? Like, are we going to walk in there and just be like manatees and freaking 
uh, huge beach looking whales just going ah, like and like rotting in the sun and, and yeah gaping for, for oh that would be i mean I, i'm guessing that uh queen ashara being a lover of all things of the sea um has made sure that when she's parting the waters she grabs with little tendrils of water all of those uh, cute little marine life animals and make sure that they're taken with the waters okay um, right. that's what i my my supposition she is aquaman after all basically I, I would argue that would be a nice little environmental detail to have little fish flopping around i would too like why not and then like after week three they should be like dead like they should no longer be <laughs> flopping they should just be dead and like then week six comes around they should just be skeletons basically one of those corpses getting cleaned up outside of uh outside of Zuldazar. oh i love that idea the idea of maybe even just one big whale thing that's gasping a couple weeks later it's dead Two weeks later, it's kind of rotting. One day, it expl- you go out there for a world event and it explodes because it's so bloated. Well, then, Mommy, uh, what, what, why is the... the nice whale dying in the middle of your game? They're never going to do that, but I would love it. Well, um, it. then uh, then you can bring back the druid, uh, the da- the data, which we haven't, the, the PETA surrogate in World of Warcraft. We haven't dealt with them in a while. They could show oh, up and yeah. they could be trying to save the beached whales. I never thought of them as the PETA surrogate, but you're right. They kind of are that in this in this scenario. Yeah, well, I mean, I, that's what I always assumed because they're, they're like these, they're the actual tree hugging druids that are like, hey, Nessing Mary's kind of an ass. Yeah. Go stop him. Exactly. They're, you know, true tree huggers, uh, hugging them trees. Well, anyway, that'll all come to a head. Um, I, one nice thing I did notice about the, the video they showed from that zone, um, I like the, they look, they, they walk and look like they're probably, and they probably are structurally, um, you know the the models or the rigs they use for uh, the big tree ant stuff, guardians, the uh, grove guard. Or what are they called? What are they called? The big trees and um, ancients, ancients, ancients. They look like uh, ancients, but they're all made out of shells and like coral and and shit. They look like just like sea uh, ancients, just walk, tromping around down there. They look awesome. Pretty it's such about a that. cool redesign of a of a of, of like a, a famous monster in in Warcraft, and also like the night elf connection between. Bajara and everything that's going on like I, I'm so stoked on it the whole art direction going on in Najatar is top notch just yes please I can't wait for 8.2 how do you feel okay well since we're talking about zones let's let's keep going in that regard um that looks huge and by all accounts it is um there have been a couple of hands-on reports that that is a gigantic zone and people are pretty excited about it but then Mechagon which is the other zone is a big tinkery nightmare of machines and uh, organics and a bunch of little um, gnomes running around doing weird shit. <laughs> it's it, honestly, I'm surprised you didn't you didn't think it was. Uh, it's Warcraft Mad Max world. Yeah, it totally is. I, I was about to say. I'm about to say. I really I I dig that vibe a lot. Obviously, I'm sort of into that sort of thing. But anyway, but it uh, I don't like gnomes. But I was going to say, this may change all that. I may get in there and go, oh, man, gnomes, you've done it. You've finally solved the, the riddle. You've made yourselves relevant for me, and I may go roll one of you now or something. Like, that would be impossible almost, but, I, but I'm but i excited about what I see in there. Yeah, um, me too. I think uh, I, I think it looks just incredible. Um, I had really fond memories of kind of stumbling across Nomergon back in the day and running it with my friends and, mm-hmm. and and being like, oh man, Gnomes did have a capital, but it's it's overrun. And it was really cool seeing all that. And I've always really enjoyed the kind of 
tinker, you know, di- you know, leaning a little bit more into Warhammer side of Warcraft uh, that come from gnomes and goblins. So, uh, the, yeah, sign me up. I'm also very in for this. It's looking very timeless isle to me which is a good thing yeah and they say um where did i read this somebody who played through it well maybe even evatel in their latest video anyway said something about uh that it was about the size of timeless isles but but thinner or longer um yeah i started watching their video um i didn't i didn't sorry sorry tna big fan but i didn't make it through your entire hour-long video but they did say it was about the size of it but not as vertical yeah. so it seems it seems smaller because of the loss of verticality. Yeah, which is oh, that's okay with me. Um, I'm just getting all of this uh, land mass content is great. <laughs> I'm st- this is my favorite thing about WoW is exploring and finding things and pulling out quests and unlocking new areas. Like that's what I play for. I love that. So they're giving us that, and uh, this is a gigantic bunch of content. This is this is really. I great. think my favorite thing in a while might be becoming uh, mega dungeons because uh, probably the biggest highlight of Legion for me was the the massive uh, five man Karazhan uh, redo, mm. and that we're getting a, a new eight boss mega dungeon uh, with with this that's going to take place in Megagon, and it just looks incredible and and. If, yeah, if I if I had to move something up to the top of my wow wish list, it would be more of these. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, all right, so that's just part of what's happening. Uh, there are also, <clears throat> uh, in terms of story, Ashara plays her cards here in this uh, content, and the seas open up, swallows your ships, gives uh, giving air to a new zone, Agitar, which we talked about, which is formerly under the sea. That's all a big deal. In the war campaign, uh, Bane is locked up underneath Orgrimmar currently. Uh, shackled in there for his uh, little slip of the old uh, <laughs> n- uh, had a little nice guy moment <laughs> some of the last content and so <laughs> I mean, Bane Bane is uh, nothing but a collection of nice guy moments if we're yeah if, if you're being honest here. exactly in fact the whole reason the torrent I mean the torrent's alliance with the horde pardon the use use of the word alliance with the horde but you know what I mean the, the him were always you know the, them always being aligned with the horde always felt a little off anyway still feels off to me and I like that conflict I like the feeling of like ah, we just kind of have to it strategically makes sense we don't really agree certainly right now we don't agree with the leadership and he's he's one to 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 let his morals rise to the top and get himself in trouble and that's where he is right now he's he's in trouble um so if you haven't gotten through that part of the story I don't want to spoil how he gets there or why cuz that stuff's great to go look at if you haven't um but he is he is locked up chained multiple chains holding Bane uh holding him down right there in Orgrimmar so part of the war campaign is uh dealing with that uh, his I love fate, the image that yeah. we got of this. Is the the best thing they could think of is just to uh, like attach as many ball and chains to the store as they could. <laughs> it's totally true, dude. I mean, he is literally like. I, I mean, I know the Bane's a big dude and they're strong by nature and all of that. Um, it feels a little overkill. <laughs> like they don't need to. They, I mean, they put they put um, Sourfang in less strict uh jail you know what i mean like it's just a room with a with a cell like why they have to put well, that's, that's the stockades that's just what the stockades are man they don't have like special orc rooms they yeah, just that's, that's just how uh how stormwind does their jail cells that's true so there's that um, that's like that's just how honorable and fair the alliance is i'm just you know throwing it out there pro alliance I mean, those, those bias. Are pretty big square footage for cells in there i mean i gotta say it's as far yeah. as jail goes you know that's prime real estate like 
he even gets like food i'm guessing mm -hmm. um maybe <laughs> some mild entertainment when uh uh adventurers go in the stockades to uh, uh you know run the dungeon they run by his cell uh there's there's stuff happening there mild entertainment <laughs> you think you think sarfang's going there just like Ugh. Well, another <laughs> level twelve is running by with exactly. shield and sword. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't think I don't think Sourfang is going to be very impressed by what's happening in this arcade. So yeah. it's it's not a big show. It's just oh okay, you know I was watching rats uh, eat each other a, a, a minute ago. Now there is adventurers casting ridiculous spells uh, in in the hole. That's a, a small step up. I love the idea of. You're, uh, and as punishment, your sentence is to stay in this jail cell where you will receive bread, water, and mild entertainment. Seems like a good idea. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to, oh, and his fate and the fate of those who followed him will be revealed in this patch. So you're going to get some resolution there. That'll be fun. Let's move on to the big news, though, which is the heart of Azeroth changes. They are huge and they seem great. They seem like what we're asking for. Actually, they seem like Legion poked its head up and said, yo, 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 I got ideas. Why don't you just steal them from me? And that's kind of what they did. Um, I love these changes because this is how I thought this stupid necklace was going to work in the first place when they announced it. Yeah, like that's what I thought too. Yeah. It's, you know, it's really difficult because they really tried something different, which obviously did not work, um, did not work out. And although, you know, they're keeping the Azerite gear, right? It's right. not it's not going away. Mm -hmm. um, but they're also adding back essentially artifacts to, uh, or a version of artifacts to the heart of Azeroth. But I think we're very quick to say, oh, you know, it was, it, they should have just kept it like that from the get-go. But if you apply, of course, in this case, we're right, or the people who say that are right. Yeah. But if you apply this to everything, then you just keep making the same expansion with the same systems and the same features over and over again. And uh, so I think it was a, a necessary move. It didn't work out in this case. But usually, most of the time, maybe not most of the time, but a good portion of the time it does. And it gives us some really cool stuff. So just wanted to mention that before we praise the return to Legion artifacts, no, there, which you, we should. You're, I think you make a good point. In, in some ways, this is a concession from Blizzard to say, all right, fine. We're, we'll, we won't yeah, push yeah, this other thing extent. that we tried to do. And in some ways, that makes me slightly sad, but only in the fact that, you know, the system they employed this in BFA just wasn't cutting it. It just wasn't, it wasn't superior to what we were doing in Legion, nor was it equivalent. And, I am all for let's not just do the same thing over and over again. But I think that it was just so strong and so well received in Legion, it was impossible for them to not try to do something like it. And now we finally get that. Um, it's sad that it had to happen this late. But again, you know, they had to, they basically just designed, you know, went back to the drawing board in a lot of ways. Um, but I would see this as a really positive. If you're one of those players, it's like Blizzard doesn't listen to its players. They never do anything we ask for. They never respond to the, the overall feelings of the, of the player base. This is like proof that they do. Like they don't. They didn't well, need I to think do to this. To be fair, we haven't seen a lot of those reactions uh, in the in the community. I think everyone is pretty positive about eight point two and all those changes. Well, that's Maybe what I, that's what I mean. They were so yeah, unhappy. No, all the coverage about about this preview is overwhelmingly positive. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I, I I don't really read the comments anymore because it just makes me sad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but don't blame you. Um, yeah, I I, I think probably the the concerns or wishes right now are just 
wish it had come sooner, but I mean, if WoW yeah. moves at the pace WoW moves, there's only so much they can do. Yeah, but I just think if all with all the complaining around BFA and the Azerite gear discussion up to this point had a lot of negativity in the periphery, this is Blizzard showing that they listen to their players and they they have, as best I can tell, they have made a thing I'm much more interested in in exploring than I was the previous systems. So, I mean, we have to see it actually in the, uh, you know, in the real world and see how it goes and if we like it better or not. But it does look on paper uh, and screen like this is definitely a step in the right direction. I'll try to I'll try to give it some points of description here that will help people understand kind of how it works. So uh, there is a it's basically kind of a grid uh, around your necklace. There's really nice UI elements, for example, when you're working on it, uh, you see your floating necklace above this like little altar thing and it's just it's all very blizzard uh, you know polished visually anyway um and you get this grid it lets you slot an essence into a tree picking a major slot which is your active ability and two minor slots uh, which is your passive bonus and you get this stuff essence you gain this essence they're calling it um through lots of different activities in the game and different essence essences rather come from different activities so one of them might be uh more of a pvp related thing and you will gain that essence through pvp related activity uh same goes for pve activity doing daily quests all day doing a dungeon raids all of these things contribute to the different essences which all have multiple types and ranks again depending on what you're doing in the world so i i like the idea that it's going to build up according to my play style um it's, you know, you if you don't ever PvP, then you just, I guess you don't want those essences anyway. Because those would all be PvP-related um, uh, abilities, either active or the minor slots. Um, higher ranks gain not just damage, but higher utility for additional char- charges. Uh, higher, if this all starts to sound like Legion, it's because it does. Uh, higher difficulty content, content gives you higher ranks, including the highest rank, which also has some cosmetic aspect to it. Um... Essences come from almost all content in the game. Again, questing, raiding, PvP, reputation, etc. The essence is a major slot and also gives that essence a minor trait. Basically, if you're a fully fitted Heart of Azeroth, it should grant a player one major power and four minor powers. Um, It sounds a little confusing on the face of it, or at least in my description of it. But it, is, it, is it only one major? I thought it was two or three. Uh, it is I thought it was one major power and four minors that's my understanding and that seems okay. that seems to be confirmed by uh the let's see PC gamer did a breakdown of it and they seem to confirm that as well in it's, fact, it's one and three one major one active three minors there you go one major one active three minors there you go um that sounds like a Saturday night at Garrett's house what anyway <laughs> what's the difference between major and active? Because I thought that- no, that's the same thing. I'm saying you have one major, oh. you have one active. That is it. That's the same thing. And then you have your minors. Right. Okay. So why do these guys say four minor powers? Hmm. PC gamers claiming okay, four. More than- if you're fully you kitted out, this. yeah. I, I but yeah. I don't know what that takes or what that yeah. means. But anyway, the it's, end- it's essentially you have a few slots, one major apparently, yeah, and you can use any of those powers, which are kind of talents, um, or or majors the artifacts but you have a list of like 10 and you which ones you use but each of them has 
an active power that mm -hmm. will activate if it's in the major slot and a passive power that will be active if they're in the minor slot. So you kind of create a build um, depending on, on what you want to do. It's uh, pretty substantial. Yeah, it's fairly substantial. I mean, without I can't tell you the descriptions of some of these abilities. They they displayed some of these in the presentation, but they didn't get into tons of detail. There there is an absolute ton on Wowhead, but we would be here a long time just reading things off. Yeah, I mean, I could get into what purification protocol is and why it's cool and and all the details about it, or engine of ceaseless progress, or focus iris, or any of these major or minor traits, but. If this all sounds familiar, it's because they really are, in the end, making artifact weapons out of your necklace. I mean, it's an artifact. It, it's it's going to behave a lot like that did and those systems did. Um, the biggest difference here is players get to customize their specific abilities. So imagine the Legion system, if everyone remembers it, uh, and being able to customize. Like, you, you, it was class-based, and you unlocked it based on, you know, uh, what was it called then? Artifact power. <clears throat> Until you got yourself decked out pretty well, but you were basically adhering to a template. This lets everybody kind of pick and choose what they want to do and what they want to be, which I think is really great. Um, also, they say once you launch it, you won't have to worry about grinding to unlock Azerite armor traits anymore. That is over and done. And I don't have to, I don't have to collect a bunch of Azerite armor either uh, and keep, you know, pieces of my stuff depending on whether i'm raiding or you know running world content or whatever well i mean azerite power gear is still there it's still it? there it's and i, and I suppose right. yeah right if you're gonna yeah, no, i mean min, if, they, if they make raid specific azerite gear you're still gonna have to keep azerite gear in your bag um no, it's just that now true. you don't need to have a certain level to unlock the different traits you just get to pick what you want which i think is a massive improvement yeah, feel so, right, sounds right. like it, right? Like I know we need to try it first because I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep an even keel, uh, even head about this. But I'm beyond excited. It sounds, it sounds like what I wanted. From I the guess beginning. there are there are so many rings now that maybe one piece of gear is enough to cover all your needs. Maybe, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, I guess maybe. I mean, for pay, for players who aren't min maxing every possible and there are plenty of players who will and that's great i you know have as many pieces of azurite armor as you want i suppose that's your game but um for a lot of us for me in particular i can care less about that and more about the the majors and the minors on the traits I, that sounds way more interesting to me to be able to customize that and you can do it at any rest area anytime you want or with a tome so it's going to work like talents so if you're in a if you're in town and you're like ah, i'm going to change one of these miners out and for something better or whatever you can do that anytime you're in a, I used to call them a triple Z zone, but anywhere where it lets you have rested <laughs> XP <laughs> uh, cities, stuff like that, you can do it. Or if you have a tome out in the wild, you can do it with that. So. Remind me to ask this question when we're kind of getting to the end of 8.2, but uh, like, I'm curious, like, do we think a system like this is going to exist in the next expansion? And, and I don't have an answer right now because I kind of want to see how this plays out because this is a major overhaul of the system. Yeah. Well, and uh, also but, having it come this late, would it be sensible for them to parlay it into whatever they do next time because they're, you know, it's happening now? I don't know. It, that's a really good question. Depends on how it's received. I mean, I have no. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's, it's it's kind of the inherent challenge of of someone brought this up in the chat room, uh, and I completely agree with it. Is that the the artifact weapon system from Legion was a near impossible act to follow? Mm -hmm. 
and it was just so freaking good that unless you're just going to keep it in the game, which would be weird in uh, an RPG level-based game like this, uh, to do that, like that, anything that came next was probably not going to be as good. Right. Um, so what do they do going forward? Because they, they do seem to want to add to our abilities as player characters in a way outside of the traditional talents that we have just given our level. Mm-hmm. So what, what does it look like going forward is, is my interest, but um, I want to see how 8.2 feels in practice first before I think on that. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a discussion for next BlizzCon, right? Yeah, what, I guess so. Gonna... I mean, if, if well, I mean, what, we get this and what they say is summer. I don't know what that means. Um, didn't give a date. So, yeah, uh, I mean, summer for, for Blizzard, I feel like it'd run up to the end of August. Yeah, that so. would suck. Oh my gosh, that would suck. No, that, that's still the. I mean, I, I don't want to start talking about BlizzCon necessarily, but yeah. I'm guessing we're going to hear about the next expansion of BlizzCon. Yeah, so I, ho- I would hope. I would think well, so too. And there's still 8.3, which we know nothing about. So. Yeah, I hope what they mean. Is oh, are we are we sure there's an 8.3? Um, yes. Yeah, they yeah. did say. Yes. Can't remember if they. Yes. Okay. So Garrett says yes. yes. There's another raid that's been confirmed. Yeah. Mm. So if they're that would wow. make sense. That's the pattern. But so if, three years between expansions. <laughs> I want June Maybe. is what I want. I want June for this release. If they're saying summer, be early, and then I want to play it. Like I want to play it now. I want it next week. Actually, is what I'm saying. I'd like this next week if that'd be okay. Blizzard, just stick it in there. I know you just did a big major content update but maybe you could just stick this one into tuesday's release schedule that'd be great i'm sure you're all done it's ready to go uh but anyway it's uh looking rad and i have yet to find anybody who seems disappointed with what they heard and saw and that's also heartening uh just because this player base can sometimes be uh Super cynical, and and I don't blame them in BFA's current state for being a little cynical, but uh, this seems like good news across the board. Also, you're going to get flying unlocked. That's exciting. Uh, we were just talking about that. So you can get going on your uh, your Pathfinder achievement, whatever equivalent it will be this time. Um, you get a mechanical parrot as a reward for unlocking flying. And my favorite news is that, uh, well, we'll get to the mounts in a second. Uh, flying is also unlocked for Kul'Tiris, Zandalar, Mechadon, and Nazjatar once the achievement is completed, as you would suspect. Um, is it has... the first time you can fly in the new zone? No, that worked or, or with, um, uh, what was the... The Thunder Island, you could... Yeah, but what was the last one here, uh, last in well, Legion? In Argus and Argus. from Legion. Yeah, Argus. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't with Argus? I couldn't remember if you could or not. No, you could oh, not fly Argus, Argus you couldn't, but you could in the in the you know intermediary uh, zone, which was Broken like Isle. Broken Isle. Yeah, you could there. Uh, so I guess it's similar. Okay. Oh, I forgot yeah. about Broken Isles because I hated it so much. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, and also pretty small. So and and invisible from the landmass. Yeah. Um, well, wait, no. No, the broken shore, broken, broken isles shore, not isle. Isles, everything, right? Yeah. Shores. Isles is the whole damn continent. Um, yeah, which 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 made sense. So that, but that's kind of. Hmm. It's a uh, it's where uh, shores is or uh, yeah shores is where Varian became a fine green mist that everybody breathed in from the rest of the game on. Right? Isn't that where that happened? Uh, I still miss him. <laughs> I mean, so I miss lame. him too. I do um, too. But. <laughs> 
Yeah, Najatar <laughs> just like seems so bananas by comparison. Um, also, last time I was on the show, you know, I was pretty salty about flying and saying they're taking too long. And when you just, I think when you hit max level, you should just be able to fly. The the fact that we're going to be able to fly in Mechagon and Najatar once we finish up this achievement completely chills me the f out. Right. Because now I, although I guess there, there certainly could be an argument made for, well, just let me fly in the current content and then make me unlock flying in Nashatar and Mechagon by itself. That That's all well and good. But this really does a lot to calm me the hell down now that I'm going to, I know I'm going to be able to fly in these new zones because I'm like, cool, that's an easier narrative to follow. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to experience all these zones from the ground floor at first. Yeah. And then once I complete my achievement, I'll be able to fly now it doesn't bother me as much for some reason i have a memory of i don't have a memory of what mounts did they give mounts as as rewards for previous uh flight unlock and and uh uh warlords and legion i don't remember that could you get a mount for doing that because i think the mount. i'm already the, forgetting if my death if i got my death knight mount was tied to the flying achievement or not i don't think it was no it's I tied it to your its own separate achievement yeah it's tied to your uh your yeah. character or your right. azurite or, what the hell was it called? Your artifact stuff. Oh, um, no, because I fly on it all the freaking time. I have my uh, two-headed chimera from Draenor, oh. uh, which I, I wanted to kill myself getting that achievement. I hated it so much, but I do love that mount. That mount's cool, yeah. I have the paid-for similar version. I paid 25 bucks for it. I never did get my Ah, well, I uh, waited until the end of Legion to get my Draenor flying and did it alone and You're paid nothing other than my better soul. Better than me. Better than me. Well, here. <laughs> I guess your soul's pretty expensive. <laughs> now that you mention that, um, I don't know, Patrick. You, f- uh, how do you feel about all of that unlocking at once, or do you wish? Do you wish the system was, hey, this whole big patch comes out the day that happens, you can fly in Kulteris and Zandalar, and then Mechadong and Mechadong. Sorry, happen at some point. I didn't mean to know? say that. I may have said it last week. Um, I keep saying it anyway. Mecha gone. It's their fault. That named hard. Um, <laughs> man, it's just getting worse. I'm going to shut up now. But anyway, uh, would you rather it be broken up or are you cool with like one big achievement that's going to take you weeks to do and unlock it all? I think it's fine. Um, I mean, if if you were thinking we would need the achievement to give us flying in the first zone first, and then we would need to work on an additional one for the next zone, it would be a bit janky. Mm-hmm. And then the other option is to get people you know, give them flying in immediately when they reach the end of the story quest. But the problem is you spend so much time with, you know, world quests and stuff like that. If you give flying to everyone from get-go, I really think the logic is it makes uh, all of that content a lot less relevant. Mm. And it's really a balance they have to strike between giving us something that will make it look team fun or more fun and having value to that flying and and preserving the quality of the content. And yes, it becomes trivial when you finally get it. Not trivial, but, you know, a, a lot more, uh, a lot easier to do. But you've already done it for so long that it's a relief. Mm-hmm. But I really think that if you get it immediately, it cheapens uh, the, the, the content. So I think a lot of people that are saying, oh, I would like to get flying much sooner, I'm guessing that they would actually dislike the way it makes the game feel um and then complain about that 
I might be wrong, but that's my feeling. So I'm happy um, with the I, I will, I will tell you you're wrong because we already they already did it right, and it was in Lich King, and I like the way they did it in Lich King. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't have as much of the constant uh, uh, daily quests and, and uh, world quests that made you go in the world. In, it, there were some, but not as much. So the, the way you approach the, the daily grind of the game has changed, and I think that changes the relationship you have to, to flying as well. I, uh, it, it, well, yeah, yes and no. Um, again, I think in the beginning of World Quest, that's fine, but where we are now, I'm done. I don't give a crap about seeing that stuff from the ground floor. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I've what you're saying is it's taking times. it's taking too long. So you would put yeah. the 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 like the balance at like I don't know how long has it been six months instead of nine is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a, a tune it a little bit. Obviously, this is my opinion and not a fact, right? But like the way I to me, it's it's very much tied in with the 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 speed at which new content gets added because I do think there's a really fair argument against getting flying too soon with the new war mode and with the new in, uh, incursions um, and what that brings to the game in world in natural world PVP and how flying would affect that. So did they need to put it out sooner for me to stop feeling this way? Does anyone care about my personal opinion? Probably not, <laughs> but that well, for me, you're, the, you're not the, the only one with that opinion. So I think it's, it's fair to discuss. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So the one I'm trying to say, like I'm, I'm, I get you, Patrick. It is. I think it, I, I completely agree that it's a, it's a nuanced conversation and, and for where it's coming from for me is this, this push and pull of see, just having to do the same damn walk a million times in the world. <laughs> Yeah, I <clears throat> I think I I think I agree. I, I'm more on the side of what Garrett is suggesting, and I did like how it worked in Lich um, King, <laughs> Wrath of the Lich King. I'll just say the whole word uh, or phrase. But I I really I really wish it was that. And I'm okay. I think Patrick makes good points, and I think that's why they're doing what they're doing. I just I don't know. I wish they were satisfied with the way it used to work, and then just stuck with that. That's how I'd like it. But I'm yeah, not gonna. It was also cool that like the. Uh, the ice crown zone was kind of more or less designed with flying in mind. I thought that was clever. And it was these kind of big open areas mm -hmm. with all kinds of baddies that they would just murder you dead. If you landed. Yeah. That's I, I found that I thought it was a cool design, but um, I'm also looking at this uh, nostalgia through rose colored glasses and so on and so forth. But I'd, I'd like to get back to that a little bit. Yeah. You and your rose colored glasses. Holy shit. Uh, how about this? Like lich colored glasses, <laughs> like uh, purple and blue. Oh yeah. Purple and blue and very cold, very cold. Icy. Uh, mount uh, equipment. This is interesting. Uh, this is this came as a complete shock to me. Um, this is uh, I love this idea. Yeah, it's a <laughs> slot basically. It's like a new equipment slot, and you equip it for all your mounts. It's basically a buff for all your mounts in your collection. So examples would be water walking. You don't have to pull out the bug anymore. You can do that on any mount if you have that equipment slot mounted for water walking or slow fall or the ability not to be dazed while you're riding. Uh, this is a brilliant idea. This is pretty big, actually, the ability to be dazed when you're uh, riding. Mm -hmm. It's going to make traveling... Well, I guess we're going to be flying now, but I don't know. Um, yeah, it, sorry. It doesn't really... It's not that useful when you, once you get flying. 
right. well, it'll be useful for future expansions if this stays and we're back to not You're flying right. come next expansion. Yeah. That's and you know where else it'll be useful? It'll be part. useful during the, the grind and pain of getting your flying achievement. If you haven't already done it, like if you're a little <laughs> Actually, behind. Actually, that's a very good point because yeah. we're still going to have new achievements to have to check off the list <laughs> right. when 8.2 drops. We're not going to like, it's a welcome to Nagitar, fly over Fling. all this crap. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be stuff left to do, but for some people, they're going to have some catch up and it would be great to catch up with some of these abilities. I They didn't get into real heavy detail on this. Like we don't know water walking uh, equipment or trinket or whatever, how that how that gets earned wasn't discussed, but I assume if you already have the spider, maybe you already have it. Not the spider, the whatever it's called, the water bug thing. Water strider. Water strider, that's it. Um, it's just a <laughs> chat room says riding crop version two. Kind of. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, obviously a lot more useful. Otherwise, um, riding crop. I distinctly remember getting my carrot on a stick and being stoked about it. Yeah. So I am. Oh, yeah. Yes, carrot on a stick. <laughs> that's. That's something that, that the younger people amongst uh, our listeners will not understand. No. Yeah. Is that Come a vanilla? gather around my rocking chair, you young WoW players, <laughs> which I don't think exists. I'm, I'm fairly. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can, I, can I tell you a story real quick? Yeah. Get on that soapbox. What All do you right. got? Uh, I promise this is WoW related. I'm at the grocery store the other day. Um, I'm wearing my uh, like it was the first run of heroes merch it was like the like it looked like almost like soccer shirts oh yeah it had like a silhouette of the hero and then their number on the back and the hero's name like mm-hmm. you run a team jersey mm-hmm. and uh uh so it's i have my arthas shirt on i love that shirt it's one of my favorite shirts and i'm, I'm waiting to i'm in line to check out and i get up there and they're scanning my stuff and the this young this young bag boy looks at my shirt and goes hey isn't that is that from a video game <laughs> i'm like yeah yeah it's uh from warcraft and he's like oh my older brother played that world of warcraft right i'm like yeah you you seem a little young for wow <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yeah i never played it and i just love that the phrase you seem a little young for wow left my mouth unironically mm-hmm. and was also accurate it's true yeah no we run into this problem all the time hey was did vanilla have the riding crop or the sorry the carrot on a stick thing Yes, yeah, that was a vanilla was thing. Vanilla. I, I remember. So you, uh, so you all get that in classic, we, right? That'll be in classic, sure. Yeah, well, my my now wife and I were playing freshman year of college. If I remember going out there to get that damn thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember those days. I was too busy feeding my pet. I was uh, drawing naked ladies in art school, listening to this show, and on my iPod, my iPod Mini. Nice, nice. Boy, that's a throwback, isn't it? All of that, everything mm-hmm. you said. Yeah, except yep. for the drawing naked ladies. I do that every day. Well, sometimes it was naked dudes, and sometimes yeah. it was both. You know what my favorite was in those life drawing classes? By the way, the most easily in college, the most I got out of any classes I ever took, life drawing, 100%. Helped me exponentially. I still rely on things I learned in that class. I can uh, finally draw hands. Yes. Uh, like 10 years ago. Hands and uh, uh, profile, facial bone structure. Like Even if you're doing cartoons or you're doing something more realistic, it helps across the board. I totally recommend it if you're a student, even if you're not in, if you're not even going for an art degree, take a life drawing class just for funsies. It's not because everyone's naked. That is not, they're usually not attractive people. We would get, my favorite people to draw were like 80 year old dude in there. 
was my favorite because he was all angular and had crazy bones hey, and his neck was all crooked. year old dude can be attractive. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to help us pull out of this nosedive. I was the opposite because we got a lot of old dudes. And so when we would get a young dude, I was like, thank God, a, a handsome man. I get to draw someone with muscle tone. It's yeah. wonderful. We had a guy like that once, but he got a little bonery. It's hard to explain, but it was bad. <laughs> Oh, he did. That must be so awkward. Is it hard to explain? Because I'm pretty sure you just explained it. My buddy Dan yelled from the back of the class, "Hold still! I can't! I can't keep drawing this if you don't hold still." And he was referring to him getting a little bonery. Anyway, uh, uh, the we, point is, listen, listen. Uh, if if you're around people who like to get paid not a lot of money to be naked on a regular basis, you're gonna meet some <laughs> interesting people. Yeah, and some of them were. Oh, man, I just love that class. Gosh, dang it. It makes me want to draw now. All right. They were anyway. always in the morning, and I loved having a cup of coffee and just busting out the sketch pad and the charcoal, and it was it was good. Yeah. I miss it a lot. I still have some of those somewhere. They're probably dying because, you know, that, that newspaper stuff you used to use in there just starts to go to shit. Well, maybe. Oh, yeah, newsprint is uh, not archival. No. Take no, pictures but, uh, of it, everybody. Take I have pictures. a sketchbook still around with a lot of life drawing in it. Yeah. Oh, nice. You should share it. I want to see it sometime. Um, what else in the mount category? Anyway, that's a really cool thing, and you can also get some pretty unique mounts to this particular content drop. Mechano wheel mount, which is basically a big tire to ride around in. To me, it's reminiscent of a uh I don't remember the character's name, but in in the um uh what's the oh my gosh, my brain just went dead. The car combat game. Uh Twisted Metal. In Twisted Metal 2, uh and beyond, I think, there was always this character that was just a dude standing inside of a giant tire and i can't remember what his character was called but it looks like that and it's awesome so i'm gonna get that mount i don't care what it takes to do to get it i'm getting it uh there's also a crab mount oh yeah go ahead oh i was just gonna say but there's a a star wars panel i think starting now um and i i would be remiss if i didn't say it It didn't look like the crazy wheel vehicle from episode three that uh grievous and obi-wan fight on oh right yeah that's an okay thing in, in a movie that's otherwise terrible yeah, I will. I will fight you to the death over episode three. I love that. And when he's on the beach with the fiery legs, and like, it's so bad, dude. That stuff's bad. <laughs> when they're fighting on lava rocks, floating down the lava river, it's bad, right? You were you were my brother, Scott. <laughs> it was said you would bring balance to the podcast, not help destroy it. Yeah, good point. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push you further. Hey, Axel was the guy in Twisted Metal. There you go. Thanks, chat. They cleared that up for us. I get it, because it's just a giant wheel, and they move on an axle. Yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. Uh, people are saying episode three is good. That's fine. You like what you like. Well, I mean, it's another generation thing, I think. And uh, <laughs> we all know young people have issues discerning quality from crap. So wow, look it's at fine. We'll leave it. Patrick went there. I, I will. I will we'll come back to this at the end of the show. Yeah. All right. I like it. <laughs> I will. Uh, uh, sneakily disappear before we do. Fantastic. Let's dive into what else is happening at Blizzard. So, uh, I don't, nothing big in Overwatch other than I just am happy to say that I think, uh, but, uh, 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 Baptiste is amazing. I think he's great and I love him. I think he's a little OP, in fact. I mean, we have the teasers for the new, um, archive mission. That's oh, I missed that. Next week. Oh, that's next it's week. In Cuba, probably, and we're gonna be get going after the uh, Doomfist's accountant, 
which is an Omnic. I, I think he's named Sebastian. Nice. But anyway, yeah, it's a, the new event is starting. It's going to be a new mission, which is notable because all of the events in Overwatch are always the same as they were last year. Yeah. But at least in this one, we get a new mission, a PvE mission, and they're usually fun. So yeah. that's cool. If they have Junkenstein again in, in uh, Halloween time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip my hair out. I'm tired of it. No more. No more Junkenstein. I agree. I think we're reaching like the level at which there will be rioting in the streets. We're all going to bust out our like yellow vests and go walk on Washington. Yes. That will do. There you go. Thousand nerd march. I'm ready. Not a million. Can't get that many. All right. Uh, the gates of Blizzard. I'm not sure Washington would be very, Washington would be very confused if uh, let's do it in Irvine. Let's start up with signs that said no more Junkenstein. Yeah, yeah. Do it in Irvine, California. You know. It's only bad there because the All traffic right. sucks, yeah. but yeah, other than that, it's great. Uh, Hearthstone, something happening Tuesday, yeah? When's that big drop happening, or did it already? Have I missed oh, it? The expansion's already out. Oh, is it out? <laughs> it's here. Well, it's I haven't, here. I've not we, been we paying attention. We a lot of packs on Tuesday yeah. between uh, Jocelyn, Dills, and myself. Yeah. Anything in there where yeah. you were like, oh, I got the best card of the world? No, I got pretty boned. Uh, I had an excruciatingly average card pack opening, and... Uh, I opened a lot of card packs thanks to donations, but um, I got a real average haul of legendaries. Well, well done. Um, is the single player thing you were telling me about now, is that part of it? Is it done? It is not in yet. Uh, that is probably what you're referencing to, but uh, as someone who doesn't follow single player too closely, I have no idea when that's dropping. Oh, well, that would be very of high interest to me. I keep hearing Slay the Spire comparisons. and, I'm, and It's I, supposed just, to be good. Um, yeah. I'm definitely going to pick it up and play it and, and give this an honest shake because it sounds like this is going to be single player from now on. Yeah. Um, so if they're asking for money and saying that they put a lot more effort into it, then I'm going to believe them this first time. I'll, they'll get my money. I'll play it and we'll go from there. A uh, side question. Do you feel like there's a lot of hearthstone usuals or regulars that have not defected, but seem to be pretty enraptured by um, magic arena currently, or is that just me seeing that? I don't know about well i mean there are a lot of hearthstone pros playing magic but i'm always skeptical of how much money is changing hands there yeah <laughs> it seemed at least for a while there some of them were you know getting paid to stream it and now they're getting i mean if you're a pro player you're getting invited to this stuff i mean you're gonna go right right of course yeah. uh, that being said like my own friends a lot of my own like personal card game playing friends um hearthstone is dead to them now uh, a lot of a lot of uh, my own personal tabletop friends have completely switched over to to Magic yeah. uh, Arena and are not looking back because they came to Hearthstone as Magic fans, wanting a lot of what Magic offers in terms of formats. And Hearthstone never added any of it, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. still hasn't. They still have. Um, and now here's here's Magic with actual drafting, actual sealed, actual tournaments. Um, and so for for a lot of my my real life like would go to magic pre-releases in person with them friends they're they're done yeah they finally are getting their the game they wanted in the first place Sounds right like, yeah. right um which which bums me out because i liked playing hearthstone with with my real life card game friends sure i can understand uh, but that. this is a personal anecdote i can't speak to everyone else mm. um but yeah it seems like you know hearthstone's to me from, uh, from as someone who doesn't play overwatch anymore just from the outside looking in it seems like it's in a very similar place like it's kind of it's just moving along uh, and it's what we have all come to expect from it in terms of regular updates and for um, 
I think a, a decent chunk of the audience, it's not enough that they're kind of right. looking for something new, something like a big splash. And there's nothing like that in this expansion. There's some really great cards. The meta has been shaken up pretty drastically. Um, and I haven't played it yet, but the new single player legitimately does look to be massively improved upon. Yeah. But it's still more or less the same Overwatch we know. Interesting. Or Overwatch. Right. Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Well, you're yeah. not, you're not wrong there either. <laughs> I mean, he says that by accident, but it's still kind of true, Patrick. Like, Overwatch isn't... Oh, yeah. We're, we're no, in the I, same boat now. Yeah. Absolutely. The, these yes. were Blizzard's two big breakout games. Yeah. Like, they, they came out and they were massive successes. And in, in certain cases, I think, with Hearthstone more than Overwatch, this isn't me talking shit. It's just Overwatch. You know, we've seen shooters before. I think Hearthstone really made a mark on the industry. Oh, yeah. Um, like, and, and was a huge surprise. Well, and, there was nothing nothing them... to its level previous to this, including other Magic efforts, which were terrible at the time. Magic Online or whatever it was called. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. MTGO um, <clears throat> is a bad game. <laughs> I, I yeah. played it because I wanted to play real Magic on my computer and not always have to go to a store, but ooh, it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the the the, the <laughs> I was going to say the lack of success, but the abysmal uh, uh, um, performance of Artifact is a testament to the difficulty of making that happen. I yeah. guess maybe Artifact is so bad that it doesn't even count as something to compare it to. But um, yeah, yeah, that Artifact they, thing yeah, is have, such a bummer, man. Just a bummer for, a, on yeah, all yeah. sides. It yeah, it's a mixed bag because I was hoping it would be successful because I think. Uh, obviously, competition is good for the space. Yeah. Um, but oh, but ju- Magic Arena. Clear, I'm not happy it's doing bad. Either. No, I'm yeah. Neat, very well I don't think any of us are. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's, it emphasizes how special what Blizzard has and had with Hearthstone was. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. But MTG, uh, MTG Arena is seeing a lot of success, and I'm hoping that'll drive some more innovation over on Hearthstone side of things. Oh. Um, Plus, I don't know. You know, I don't know where they are. It's really difficult to judge for both Overwatch and Hearthstone if they're thinking, you know what, it works. We're gonna keep renewing it with small things until it dies, as we're working on other new cool breakout stuff, Mm. or if they're working, you know, behind the scenes to do some really new things for those games. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe they're just letting them riding the, the success as long as they can without reinventing the wheel. Um, I, I'm bummed about that. I'm just hoping some of the new games they're going to come out with, maybe in those universes, will reinvigorate our love for those franchises. But I don't know where they are. And it is surprising that they're not doing more uh, to make those games more appealing to existing and new users, uh, right. game players. Right, right. Yeah, and, and and it's I mean it's easy as a player to say that with, without working having worked on the game because we don't know. Like I've always assumed that adding new ways to fundamentally play a game of Hearthstone into the client is rather difficult uh, because of however they decided to build their 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 game. Right. Um, and maybe the same is true of Overwatch, although we've seen some pretty nutty game modes in Overwatch. So I don't think it's as it doesn't seem as hard, at least from uh, past experiences of different game modes. Yeah. Some, in someone Overwatch. in the chat says, how come you guys stop playing Overwatch? I still play it. Patrick plays it a lot. I don't think. It, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and also Hearthstone. I mean, obviously I mean, uh, Garrett's playing Hearthstone pretty on, on the on the very regular. So we're yeah, just, no, know. yeah. I mean, you asked uh, for kind of a larger, you know, top-down view of of I think where Hearthstone sits in a, a more general consciousness right now, and I, I don't think it's it's doing enough to either find new players or mm -hmm. uh, bring back uh, I, I don't know what to call them regular casuals. Right. Um, so. And you know, maybe maybe we're not understanding. As you're saying, we're, we're complaining about them, but I'm still playing Overwatch regularly and a bit less in the past couple of weeks. But I, I go back to it and play a lot. Um, and you still play Hearthstone, Garrett, and a lot of I'm, people I'm enjoying it more they, now than I have in a very long time. Yeah. Right. So, right. so maybe you know they know that yes, adding a, a, a radical new mode or some you know super. Extensively revamped events in uh, Overwatch would bring back a few players, but the, the people who are playing now are playing anyway. So it's not, from a monetary standpoint, not really worth going all out. And it's better to invest your money in developing new games. Um, but yeah, maybe that's the answer. Maybe it's just, you know what? People who are playing are playing anyway, and yeah. they're not going to, uh, it's not going to change the, the, the community. If we do this, we'd rather work on an entirely new game, right? And we've got yeah. My my brain's been going there quite a bit lately as well because I've been getting very much back into StarCraft Two esports, mm. oh, and, yeah. and that's a game that hasn't changed really at all. It's just it's still doing its thing. It still does it very well. Um, and now since I find myself with extra watch time, since sadly HGC was canceled, yeah. Um, I, w I was like, well, let me check back in on StarCraft, and, and I, I've just got sucked. I've gotten sucked right back in the GSL finals. I believe were last night. I haven't watched them yet. No spoilers, please. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down on the couch tonight with a beer and, and enjoy. Uh, but um, maybe there's something to be said for that because my, my God, I remember doing StarCast and and just the cries of dead game yeah. and yada yada yada. And I'm not saying that's happening in Hearthstone. I don't see it happening in Hearthstone. The the, the core player base seems to be very happy and as I am. And large. Um, it's a big player base. Like, we're not... it, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so it's, it's all kind of pointless, I think, to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, it, it clearly can still work. It just kind of, I guess, depends on what they're hoping to accomplish. For like, me, that the... that's also true of Heroes of the Storm, which I'm enjoying more than I almost ever have. Um, I don't know why. Uh, they, the meta they... is great right now yeah. in Heroes. It's There's awesome such right an now. upheaval in what heroes, uh, like specific heroes you can play, are doing well and which ones are falling off. And they're still doing reworks and balance adjustments. Um, I, I got back from a four-day trip and looked at statistics in Heroes of the Storm and was like, what is happening? <laughs> I'll tell you what's happening. They no longer have to balance and patch for a pro league and a bunch of professional players. They don't have to do that anymore. They can, they can balance patch and switch things up for fun <laughs> for meta for the meta for us like that's why it's i think that's why this it's it's kicking it right now like it's so much fun right now to play that game in all the modes and i i don't know what what i expected but i'm having a blast in there they're still doing their their uh cyberpunk uh deal uh, uh event. complex chaldeum complex yes that's it and uh, it's it's fun. It's good. It's all good. Uh, things are happening great in Heroes of the Storm. No sign of a new hero. No sign of any new maps or any kind of like that sort of content. Uh, it's been a little bit. Who was the last well, one? Well, there are signs of Anduin. 
Oh, like, right. There have been hints of Anduin, yeah. Like, yeah, he yeah. was leaked like a month ago, if not more, and uh, still hasn't been officially revealed. It's the new um, cadence. Of the matter, right? so. It's the new cadence. We don't yeah, know that, that, That's If you're someone who like lived and died your your interest in heroes of the storm lived and died on new heroes uh then i assume your interest in the game has died because yeah. um we're not going to get a lot of new heroes like we used to uh, yeah. it's just uh, this is all true matter of fact and and that was something we knew was coming before the the kind of the gut the team was halved and hcc was canceled they they told us at the end of last year hey hero releases are going to start slowing down a lot because mm-hmm. the roster's filled out yeah Yep. And look at other MOBAs and the frequency at which heroes get added to those. I mean, that's essentially where we have arrived. Yes. So enjoy your time here, because that's where we're at. Uh, I think that's going to do it for all those things. Nice lineup right now. Um, let's uh, get out of here. It's been a fantastic show. Patrick, tell us what you ate at the Tex-Mex restaurant in Finland. What did you have? Oh, I'm I'm starving. I haven't eaten yet, because I'm waiting for this show to end so I can order food. <laughs> I'm is it just I'm, you? Are you I'm, there alone? Man, Is your if I wife was your there? waiter, I would be so <laughs> irritated. I uh, well, I it's fine. We have space. It's a countryside town. But yeah. um, okay, it, it's it, it's yeah. No, I'm hungry. Who um, are you with? So the, are they are with? Is it just you? Are you the only one there? It's just me. Yeah. Oh, I it's thought essentially. Be- it's essentially so. Okay, uh, uh, a small dive into the life of Patrick and and Sonia in Finland. Um, what we do is that we each have an afternoon during the week where the other one is in charge of the baby and uh, the person who has the afternoon off can go and do whatever they want and relax and have fun. And so I chose to uh, spend that time with you two, which I guess, uh, and, and the audience of the show. <laughs> in retrospect, and, uh, I regret greatly. Is in, that what you're going to say? Which, in retrospect, I would have much rather... <laughs> Have you know played some Switch games and uh, watched a, a Marvel movie for the fifteenth time or something like that? Yeah, but you know, show's almost over. I'm gonna stick it. Out. Yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> uh, well, I'm really glad you were able to make it, and um, I, I, I hope you get to eat soon and all of that. And I also really like that idea. That's a great way to blow off some steam. Yeah, you know, I think we kind of did that yeah. too, Kim and I, but I don't remember. It's been a while now since my kids were that little, but. Anyway, uh, Patrick Beja, of course, over at FrenchSpin.com, where there's lots of good shows. I hear there was a really good Phileas Club this week. My sister was on. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. We talked about being an expat. And uh, we had Wendy, uh, who's lived in Sweden. We had Mayank, who came from India and now lives in the U.S. And we talked about what it is like to uh, be an expat. It was really fun. And we also had uh, an episode of Pixels last week, where we talked about a bunch of stuff. Really interesting. There's a Another one coming in just a couple of days, and that's a video game show. And both of those are at FrenchSpin.com. And I am not Patrick on Twitter and the social network. Nice. Uh, check that out, everybody. Uh, Garrett, anything happening over at AMove.TV this week that people should be primed for? Uh, I mean, yeah, we're going to do a big deck roundup like we always do after expansion releases over on the Angry Chicken come Tuesday. So if you want to hear about all the different archetypes that are making waves in the wake of Rise of Shadows release, definitely go check that out. Uh, enter the apex is still going strong if you want to hear about apex legends subscribe to that and into the nexus is going nowhere so if if you want i guess the only heroes of the storm podcast still standing yeah uh go subscribe to into the nexus nice do that uh also a reminder that in two weeks i'll be at the tms vegas meetup with uh which is my morning show 
And we got a whole bunch of people coming for that. A lot of them are probably listening now because I know some of you are WoW fans. Anyway, if you uh, have not been told or didn't know that on the Thursday of that event, we're having a Overwatch tournament in the Luxor Esports Arena, streamed live, by the way, over at frogpants.tv, uh, then let us know because we're uh, the teams are, are kind of in final formation mode. And um, we're, we're working on a couple of things, but we've got, a, a, we've got an overpants tournament coming and we're stoked. So speaking of Overwatch and how much fun it can be, we're going to have a big community tournament uh, the Thursday of the, uh, what day is that? It's the 24th, 5th, 6th, 5th, uh, whatever it is. The final weekend of the month, that Thursday, is when we're in Vegas doing that. And if you're uh, coming and you have not let us know about your desire to be on one of our Overwatch teams, and it's super casual, by the way. Like, nobody's great. Nobody's terrible. It's just a bunch of average playing Overwatch fans who are also listeners who are going to play and have a blast. We'll do a little mini TMS thing on the stage. It's going to be great. So details on that over at frogpants.com if you're looking for for more. I uh, think that's everything. Um, yeah, watch for the Mets and interviews. They'll continue to come in um, all the way through probably part four. Like I said, I think we've got four total parts in this thing. And do check out our Instance Loot Stash subscription. It's new and it's available to you and your loved ones over at uh, theinstance.net. Just click the link that says the Instance Loot Stash and you'll find uh, all kinds of cool stuff for lots of levels. Starts at a buck and goes up. We've got common, rare, epic, legendary, warforged, and each has great uh, great benefits to subscribing. Uh, thanks to everybody who already has. You guys have been awesome the last couple of weeks and we're very excited to continue that. Uh, that's going to do it. More shows like this at frogpants.com. Find me on Twitter at Scott Johnson. And more shows I already said at frogpants.com. That's repeating myself. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'm starving. I haven't eaten yet because I'm waiting for this show to end so I can order food. <laughs> I'm-